chapter 22 this chapter is about rescues from serpent bites bala saheb merikar babu saheb booty amir shakar hemat ban baba's opinion regarding killing of serpents preliminary how to meditate on baba no one has been able to fathom the nature or the form of almighty even the vedas and the thousand tongues sesha are not able to describe it fully the devotees also cannot know but only look at the form of the lord for they know that his feet are their only refuge they know no other method of attaining the supreme goal of life except meditating on the holy feet hemadban suggest an easy way of devotion and meditation as follows as dark fortnight of every month wears out gradually the moonlight also wanes in the same degree and on the new moon day we do not see the moon at all therefore when the bright fortnight begins people are very anxious to see the moon on the first day the moon is not seen and on the second day she emerges as a thin crescent then the people are asked to see the moon through the opening between the two branches of a tree and when they begin to see through this aperture eagerly the distant small crescent of the moon comes to their sight following this instance let us see baba's form look at baba's posture how fine it is he is sitting with his legs folded the right leg held across the left knee the fingers of his left hand are spread on the right foot on the toe are spread as two fingers the index and middle ones by this posture baba seems to say if you want to see my true form be egoless and most humble and meditate on my toe through the opening between the index and middle fingers and then you will be able to see my light now let us turn to baba's life shirdi has become a place of pilgrimage on account of baba's stay there people from all quarters began to flock there and both the rich and the poor began to be benefited in more ways than one who can describe baba's boundless love and his wonderful knowledge and his all pervasiveness blessed is he who could experience these Sometimes Baba observed long silence which was in a way his dissertation on Brahma at other times he was pure consciousness bliss incarnate surrounded by his devotees sometimes he spoke in parables and at other times indulged in wit and humor at times he was quiet calm and at times he seemed enraged sometimes he gave his teachings in a nutshell at other times he argued at length many a time he was very direct in this way he gave varied instructions to many according to their requirements his life was therefore inscrutable beyond the ken of our mind intellect and speech 
are longing to see his face, to talk with him and hear his leelas, was never satisfied. Still we were overflowing with joy. We can gauge the showers of rain, capture the wind in a leather bag, but who can measure his leelas? Now we deal here with one aspect of them, which is how he anticipated or forestalled the calamities of his devotees and warned them in time. Bala Sahib Merikar Bala Sahib Merikar, son of Sardar Kaka Sahib Merikar, was Mamlatar of Kopargan. He was going on tour to Chitali. On the way, he came to Shiradi to see Sai Baba. When he went to the masjid and prostrated himself before Baba, the usual conversation regarding health and other matters commenced. When Baba sounded, a note of warning, Do you know Adwarka Mai? As Bala Sahib did not understand, he kept quiet. Baba continued, This is Adwarka Mai, where you are sitting. She wards off all dangers and anxieties of the children who sit on her lap. This Masjid Mai is very merciful. She is the merciful mother of the simple devotees whom she will save in calamities. Once a person sits on her lap, all his troubles are over. He who rests in her shade gets bliss. Then Baba gave him Udi and placed his hand on his head. When Bala Sahib was about to depart, he again said, Do you know the Lamba Baba? That is a serpent. And then closing the left fist, he brought it under the right elbow and moving his left arm like the hood of a serpent, said, He is so terrible, but what can he do to the children of Dwaraka Mai? When the Dwaraka Mai protects, what can the serpent do? All who were present there were curious to know the meaning of all this and its reference to Merika, but none had the courage to ask Baba about this. Then Bala Sahib saluted Baba and left the masjid with Shama. Baba called Shama back and asked him to accompany Bala Sahib and enjoy the Chitali trip. Shama came to Bala Sahib and told him that he would go with him according to Baba's wish. Bala Sahib replied that he need not come as it would be inconvenient. Shama returned to Baba and told him what Bala Sahib said to him. Baba said, All right, do not go. We should mean well and do well. Whatever is destined to happen will happen. In the meanwhile, Bala Sahib thought it over again and calling Shama, asked him to accompany him. Then Shama went again to Baba and after taking his leave, started with Bala Sahib in the Tonga. They reached Chitali at 9pm and encamped in the Maruti temple. The office people had not come, so they sat in the temple, talking and chit-chatting. Bala Sahib was sitting on a mat, reading a newspaper. His Aparani was spread across his waist, and on it a snake was sitting unnoticed. It began to move with a hissing sound, which was heard by the pune. 
he brought a lantern saw the snake and raised an alarm serpent serpent bala sahib was frightened and began to quiver shama was also stunned then he and others moved quietly and took sticks and clubs in their hands the snake slowly came down the waist and moved away from bala sahib and it was immediately done to death thus this calamity which was prophesied by baba was averted and bala sahib's devotion in baba was confirmed bapu sahib buti a great astrologer named nana sahib dengle told bapu sahib buti who was then in shirdi today is an inauspicious day for you there is danger to your life this made babu sahib restless when they as usual came to masjid baba said to babu sahib what does this nana say he foretells death for you well you need not be afraid tell him let us see how death kills then later in the evening babu sahib went to his privy for easing himself where he saw a snake his servant saw it and lifted a stone to strike at it babu sahib asked him to get a big stick but before the servant returned with the stick the snake was seen moving away and soon disappeared babu sahib remembered baba's words of fearlessness amir shakar amir shakar was a native of the village korelli in kopagan taluka he belonged to the butcher caste he worked as a commission agent in bandra now mumbai and was well known there he once suffered from rheumatism which gave him much pain he then remembered allah left his business and went to shirdi and prayed to baba to relieve him from his malady baba then stationed him in the chavadi the chavadi was then a damp unhealthy place unfit for such a patient any other place in the village or korhale itself would have been better for amir but baba's word was the command the chief medicine baba did not allow him to come to the masjid but fixed him in the chavadi every morning and evening every alternate day baba went to the chavadi in a procession and slept there so amir got baba's contact very often amir stayed there for full 9 months and then he got a disgust for the place so one night he stealthily left the place and came to kopargan and stayed in the dharmashala there he saw an old dying fakir who asked him for water amir bought it and gave it to him as soon as he drank it he passed away now amir was in a fix he thought that if he went and informed the authorities he would be held responsible for the death as he was the first and sole informant and knew something about it he repented for his action which is leaving shirdi without baba's permission and prayed to baba he then determined to return to shirdi and same night he retreated remembering and muttering baba's name all the way and reached shirdi before daybreak and became free from anxiety then he lived in the chavadi in perfect accordance with baba's wishes and orders and got himself cured one night it so happened that baba cried at midnight oh abdul 
Some devilish creature is dashing against the side of my bed. Abdul came with a lantern, examined Baba's bed, but found nothing. Baba asked him to examine carefully all the place and began to strike the ground with his satka. Seeing this leela of Baba, Amir thought that Baba might have suspected some serpent there. Amir could know by close contact with Baba the meaning of his words and actions. Baba then saw near Amir's cushion something moving. He asked Abdul to bring it to the light and when he brought it, he saw the serpent coiled up there, moving its head up and down. Thereupon, the serpent was immediately beaten to death. Thus, Baba gave timely warning and saved Amir's life. Hey Madman, Scorpion and Serpent At Baba's recommendation, Kaka Sahib Dikshit was daily reading the two works of Sri Eknath Maharaj, which is Bhagavat and Bhavartha Ramayan. And Hemadban had the good fortune to be one of the audience when the reading of the works was going on. Once, when a portion from the Ramayan relating to Hanuman's testing Rama's greatness, according to his mother's instructions, was being read, all the listeners were spellbound. Hemadban was one of them. A big scorpion, none knew where it came from, jumped and sat on the right shoulder of Hemadban on his uparani. First it was not noticed, but as the Lord protects those who are intent on hearing his stories, he casually cast a glance over his right shoulder and noticed it. It was dead silence, not a bit moving here or there. It seemed as if it also enjoyed the reading. Then by the Lord's grace, Hemadban, without disturbing the audience, took the two ends of his dotar, folded them and brought them together, enclosing the scorpion within. Then he went out and threw it in the garden. On another occasion, some persons were sitting in the upper floor of Kaka Sahib's vada just before nightfall, when a serpent crept through a hole in the window frame and sat coiled up. A light was brought, though it was first dazzled, yet it sat still and moved its head up and down. Then many persons rushed there with sticks and cut girls. But as it sat in an awkward place, no blow could be dealt. But hearing the noises of men, the serpent went out hastily through the same hole. Then all the persons present there felt relieved. Baba's Opinion one devotee named Muktaram then said that it was good that the poor creature escaped. Hemadban challenged him saying that the serpent should better be killed. There was a hot discussion between them, the former contending that serpents and such creatures should not be killed, the latter that they should be. As night came on, the discussion came to an end without any decision being arrived at. Next day, the question was referred to Baba, who gave his settled opinion as follows. God lives in all beings and creatures, whether they be serpents or scorpions. He is the great wire puller of the world, and all beings, serpents, scorpions, etc., obey his command. Unless he wills, nobody can do any harm to others. The world is all dependent on him 
and no one is independent so we should take pity and love all creatures leave off killings and be patient the lord is the protector of all bow to shri sai peace be to all